0: Hello, this is Donna, and welcome to the Village Table. Janae, it has been forever since we've been at the Village Table. So long together. So long, too long. Okay, so has it been like a year or so since we've been here?
1: Uh, Well, last (laughs) year we kind of started... But life took us in a different direction for a little bit. And
0: girl, I think life took you in a different direction. It did. So you are no longer Janae Seabarth. You I, are Janae, Janae
1: Lotto. Because you won the
0: lotto. That's I, That's how I heard we're supposed to remember it.
1: I for sure won the lotto. I got married just a couple months ago but that means that sitting down at the table with you guys has been very difficult to get into but I am back and ready to go and and pretty excited and I started talking with Donna about today's session I'm um, talking about video and screen time and it hit me hard and I've been seeing it in children just in how I'm seeing our children at the ELC playing and just some of the things that they play are because of things that they're watching and not every parent is is letting their children watch the same things and and so it's like wait it let me just think about how we should talk about what we're watching and yeah. and kind of how to assess what that is and and make good choices for our kids and
0: yeah you know and I think it's always a good gut check for me to, as I was looking at what my son was watching when he was little, it's also a good gut check for me. What am I watching? What am I putting my eyes on In my heart? I, I just uh, was on a flight that was three hours, and I got Wi-Fi while I was on there. I'm, I'm three hours on TikTok. Don't anybody shame me out there. But it goes fast, and I'm, I'm just blowing through video. But then I have to remember everything that's going into my mind and my heart. So I, I love this. I love that we're talking about screen time um, because it's a great reminder for our kids, but also a good gut check for us. Where am I putting my eyes and my heart? Yeah, so, uh,
1: and even it's it's kind of hard to think about because you think your kids aren't paying attention because <laughs> they're just playing maybe in right. the other room, and you maybe you're like, well, they're not paying attention, but it is... Kind of a shocker to be like, ooh, did not think they picked that one up.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, what I tell parents is, it's like sending your kid out the door and not knowing where they're going. Hey, it's okay, go play in Tower Road. Well, you wouldn't do that, but yet we give them electronics to navigate, but they're not ready for that. They they have we have no idea in some cases where our kids are putting their eyes and what sites are getting on and stuff. So, yeah, I'm excited for today's yeah. conversation, and let's get into it. So, um, as we look at this thing, as we look at screen time and, and stuff like that, I think a, a huge one for me was that it needed whatever we were watching really needed to reflect our values. Um, one of the stories I always tell is uh, Lion King. My son didn't get to watch Lion King until he was older.
1: Why did you choose that, Donna? Yeah,
0: you know, it was because uh, a brother killed a brother and tried to blame the the son. And I couldn't get over the fact of what was happening and that that was viewed as entertainment. And it, it's funny some of my friends kind of wanted to give me a hard time about that like really, you're not letting him watch Lion King and I'm like, no. Um, because I couldn't I couldn't get over the fact. That by me letting him watch it, I'm, I'm saying this is okay.
1: It's true. And there's a lot of things that we think are going to be fun. And if they're made as a cartoon, they're intended for young children. And that isn't always the case with those adult things. Yeah, And, and kids don't always recognize those things, but it does affect them. And they do have to kind of figure out what's going on. And yeah. And that can be tough. Yeah,
0: and, and I think if we're not, even even now my son will come back and ask me, he's 27, and he'll be like, why didn't you let me watch Lion King? Well, I can explain it, and I still do. I go, I, I couldn't in, in good conscience put you in front of that and feel like I was doing the right thing. And I think I got that from my sister-in-law to be really picky as to what we're allowing in their heart and their minds um, because we we sometimes can't do that over.
1: Yeah, and I know some some of my friends. You, we talk about the old movies that we watched when we were kids, and they're like, that scared me so much. And I think that's something that we have to think about with our kids, um, where they're at what they're able to handle, because kids, those scary things stick with them. They're going to wake up with nightmares, and you might think it's, oh, it's nothing, but those nightmares can, can keep haunting them for a while, and and that's not good for their night's sleep. That's not good on so many different levels. I, I can't do
0: horror movies. Me either. And um, But I, I watched one with my friends, and I still remember the opening scene, because I can't I can unsee that. And so um, it, it, was, it was a bad choice on our part to watch that scary movie. My parents had told me not to watch it. But, you know, here we are, and we watched it. And, and again, I can't get that out. Mm-hmm. And we forget that, I think, sometimes. We watch things through our adult eyes. And I have to remember I get to form what my child is watching. And I have to remember to, that they're not, they're not to where I am in life. And they can't figure out what to do with that in, in many cases. You said you've seen a little of that downstairs in, in the way that they play.
1: Is that yeah. is that right? Yeah, I've had some where I'm just walking around and I'm seeing them playing. And I hear like, hey, we're playing squid games. And I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Well, no, wait. No, <laughs>
0: no. You did not just say squid games.
1: Squid games.
0: I know adults that have turned that off. Yeah, I, I, I got to admit, I did watch it. Yeah. But there's no way I would let my preschooler watch it.
1: And I don't know if oh. they were for sure or, watching it or if it was just on while they were in the room. Right. But I think, you know, some parents will be like, they didn't know what it was, and so they're just watching it with their kids, wanting to have family time uh, yeah. together. But I think that's really important for parents to realize and understand that some of these things that we think are going to be okay, yeah. like you have to vet them first Yeah. Um, because your kids – they're going to watch it and then they're going to try to figure it out and they figure it out through their play. And and when they're figuring out through their play, like they're introducing their friends to it as well, which totally another topic like we don't have to get into right now, but it, it does make me just say, hey, like let's have this conversation around the table of right. of how how we're watching things so that we are... Are helping our kids to, to, to not have to figure out things that are too old for them.
0: Right, and and as you talk about that whole vetting, that I all I think about is, well, what about the family that's got the iPad and they just hand it back to their kids to watch a movie, but they don't realize their kids can navigate, you know, maybe YouTube or maybe Netflix to another thing that they were going to watch instead of download a movie and. Yeah, we we really have to um, really teach them more than just where to put their eyes, but how, and not to deviate from that. And to be aware, as parents, like, what I handed them may not be what they're still watching. Correct. So stay connected, yeah. And
1: I've had some people I've heard in conversations saying, yeah, I handed the tablet back with YouTube and I had all the child protections on it Mm. and I had done all the vetting and all the things and then I hear an ad pop up that they specifically thought was blocked and it wasn't and so just be aware as well Um, you can do a lot of due diligence as a parent (laughs) and then in a way I think like Satan does try to sneak your way in people are trying to be sneaky to get to figure out ways, and, yeah. and you still have to be really careful.
0: <laughs> right? I'm sitting here smiling because we did this in the in uh, Sunday school, yeah. right? We do the, the music videos to start out with, and um, all of a sudden I hear all the kids go, "ew," and it was for some bowel. If your bowels aren't working right, you can take this medicine, and somebody's sitting on the toilet, and I'm like, this is not happening, right? So I, I got bit with the same thing, Yeah. All right, so Janae, so we know we want to make sure that we vet the values and not just the ratings. What what do you think is a really good piece of wisdom for parents as they navigate screens?
1: I think you know the moms in your life. That have the good values, that are the good people, that are going to have similar values as you. And you aren't going to be able to watch all the TV shows and all of the things. Um, So talking with your friends about Mm -hmm. what they've seen, what are the things that are good? What are the things where it's like, maybe pause on it right now. Maybe it's not age appropriate right now, maybe in a few years. But listening to those people in your life who have seen it, who have had their eyes on it, um, and that can, can give you good advice. And there are some Christian groups out there. I know, you know, listening to Caleb, sometimes they'll vet movies, and they'll talk yeah. about even the Christian ones of, like, should you be bringing your kid to it or not? So yeah. just finding those places, because even some of those Christian movies might have content that's not – your child's not ready for
0: Right, that. right. We think just because, well, it's coming from this actor or this – Organization, yeah. It, it doesn't mean that they're ready for it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real, that's a really, really good point. Um, what else do you think, Janae, is super important?
1: Um, I think knowing what your child is interested in. Like mm. There are so many things that are excellent within that movie industry that help your kid get creative. Like you want things that are, they're going to take from the screen and they're going to put into their life to help them become more creative and Mm -hmm. think in new and different ways. And so try to vet to know what your child is going to like and then things that help them go deeper into imaginative play or, or where or inspire them to become better than than what they are right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. One of our favorites when uh, Joshua was growing up was the home makeover show. You know, the one where they would come in and somebody's house, something happened. They sent them on vacation. They redid the home. They put a bus in front of it and then they all yelled, Move that bus. And they would move it. Yeah. We would just sit there and start crying because you see this family that was so impacted. And, and I think that really uh, cultivated in Josh a love for people and the, the opportunities we have to help them. Well, now here he is uh, taking his youth group on mission trips, right? Yeah. So I, I think uh, you're absolutely right. I think we can look at these things that our kids, they're good. There's good TV out there. There's good shows, good movies that can really, um, I don't know, like you said, cultivate the interest, grow it. And help put their eyes on, on loving people well and loving
1: God. Yeah, and I think there are so many shows, like, that inspire you to, into competition. Mm-hmm. But there's different kinds of competition. So I think of, like, some Dave Ramsey ones, or not Dave Ramsey, um, what's the Iron Chef, like, the Kitchen Chef? Oh, yeah, Master like, Chef, Master yeah. Master Chef, where they're, like... Yep. They're trying to get at each other. But then you go to the opposite side and it's like the Great British Bake Off where they're helping each other. And so I think when you're watching, you know, if you're able to watch the Great British Bake Off, you're showing them that you can have competition while having compassion and Mm -hmm. having friendship and building that. And when people leave, you're sad because you made a good relationship there. And so those are out there. And they inspire our kids to want to have the love that Jesus has. Mm-hmm. Like that inspire them to serve. That inspire mm-hmm. them to love well. That inspire them to to live life in a way that brings honor to them and to the people around them.
0: Yeah have you Have you watched uh, is it Mrs. Rachel? Oh, I can't. I, is is that the right name? I can't remember if it's the right name. I've only seen her a few times, but. Um, my daughter in-law turned her, turned it on for just a few minutes for my grandson, just a wonderful lady. she's just talking gently and stuff and and it was on YouTube. and I was like, "Where did this come from?" And they said she actually started it during the pandemic. She wasn't able to teach. I guess this health story went. She wasn't able to teach, so she just did this out of her home and it caught on like wildfire and and just a loving person, gentle, kind. It's, it's cool to see that there are good things out there, right? Kind
1: of like a good Mr. Rogers, like a, yeah. a hard day Mr. Rogers. and Yeah. How we inspire people to, to look around them at the world and exactly. to love the world well.
0: Exactly. We all need that reminder, right? Yes. Because I get done watching Squid Games. So I'm not thinking good thoughts. I'm like, no, you're not. oh, I'm looking at things weird, you're, right? But, yeah, we could all use more uh, better things to put our, again, our eyes and hearts on. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, the interesting thing with all of this is that there's a thing called an algorithm. Now, do you know what that is?
1: Basically what you're watching, it finds things that are similar and it helps you get in touch with more things that are in the same genre or...
0: Correct. And I'd heard about it, but I'd never really experienced it until I started watching TikTok. And my students watch TikTok, so I started checking out TikTok to kind of see what it was about. Then one of my students brought up psychological TikTok. So then I got into psychological TikTok. Well, before I know it, I'm immersed because the algorithm, that's all it started showing me was psychological TikTok, which is not a really healthy, good place to be. I was like you know sad music all these things i'm like i'm so sad right yeah but um that can really impact our kids how so
1: they pick up on those nonverbal cues so easily like they understand your moods they understand when you're happy when you're sad they understand tone um you might not think so because they might pretend to ignore you, but, like, when you're... The kids, the not, kids the yeah, not the algorithms. not oh, the algorithms. Okay, good, kids good to know. Just, you know, because kids are kids and, and they're doing it, but um, when your mood is changed by what you're watching, like, it just kind of affects everybody around you. Yeah. And it's really hard with algorithms to, like, change the algorithms of the things that you're seeing. Like, once it's on yes. there, I think... I just think of, like, my Pandora playlist. I had this playlist that I really loved listening to, and then my roommate, when I was there, she started putting on, like, all of these, like, 50s songs added to the playlist, and then it became a 50s playlist. And I was like, I liked the 50s songs, but I liked all the other things, and you never get it back again to where it was before. Yeah,
0: I think I'm still trying to get out of psychological TikTok. Yeah, yeah, and now I'm in building stuff because we're about to go on the mission trip. So. But yeah, you're absolutely right. It takes a long time, and I don't really want a screen or a site picking what my kids are gonna watch. I I am the parent; that gets to be my responsibility, my job, right?
1: Yeah, I think I think especially on today's like today because today is a nice, gloomy day outside, and we are just tired and we're done with life, that it's easier to just be like, whatever, just just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also is once you start doing that, it's easier and easier to hand it off.
0: Yeah, I, w- when I was walking through the airport, um, I was in uh, Orlando, and walking through the airport, there were a lot of tired families. There was no one, and I mean no one, in the terminal area I was walking through that was not on their electronics at the gate, waiting for the plane. Like, sitting down, everybody was. That that means we're not talking about our vacation or what we did or where we're going or anything. We're just locked in. And if I'm locked in watching a show, I'm not really sure I'm aware of what my kids are watching.
1: That is very true.
0: So, um... Janae, how do, we, how do we do it? I know how we did it. I don't know that it's changed a whole lot. But how do we find what's right for our kids, for their age, for their maturity? How do we help them navigate this jungle of, of devices and what's on them?
1: I think first and foremost is you know what you've been watching now, what's good. Hmm. Um, start with that. If you're going to let your kids watch anything new, I'd say make sure you're vetting. If it's a show, vet a couple before you start. Like, don't let them just automatically watch it because you don't know what is going to be said on it. Mm-hmm. And then kind of have your ear to the parent pulse of people around you for good shows. I think that's going to help you when you don't have time. Um, because as parents, there's just not a lot of time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think we were in third grade, we, Josh was in third grade when the Harry Potters came out, and there were some parents that were like, no big deal, I, I'm, I'm down, and let my kid watch it, all yeah. good. Um, there were some that were like, they have to read the book first, and then they can watch it. Um, we took more of the premise, and the, there were some that said no watching at all. We took the premise of, we'll, we'll let him watch it, but we're going to watch it together. Yeah. And then we could talk about it. Also, yes. Um, and other events that have happened or other shows, maybe some were not appropriate that we just said straight up no.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but it's it's okay. Is it okay for us to be the gatekeeper? <clears throat> Is it okay for us to say no to our child to say you're not ready for that yet?
1: Uh one hundred percent. Yes. Um... It's very important that if you're watching it, that you're talking through it. You're talking about the whys. Like, why is it not okay for a brother to kill a brother in The Lion King? You know, if you're watching it, like, wasn't that sad. Like, that wrecked Inouye Simba for a really long time. Like, if he were alive in our world, he'd need some serious counseling. Yeah. Um, And just talking about that sanctity of life. Yeah. Um, And I think... I think you have to view movies and shows with the eyes of a parent and not the eyes of a consumer. Because as a consumer, you're going to enjoy it differently rather than as a parent. Because I know I've watched things... um, I think the newest one was the newest Marvel that came out. The Mm. Guardians of the Galaxy. As like, my kids love all of these superheroes. They want to be seeing it. And I watched this newest Guardians of the Galaxy. And I was like, I could not let some of these kids. I would not recommend it for them. Just because there are a lot of hard things that are shown within the characters. There things that are very adult that are not okay. like friends dying and being killed because yeah they were, you know, and I don't want to ruin too many things, but
0: Yeah, let's not. But we don't want to lose listeners. We don't want to lose <laughs>
1: that. But but just <clears> throat> just throat> things that that are very adult seriously like make you think about it things. Right.
0: Right. Yeah, I know I'm rocked when something happens. Uh, end games. Yeah. I was rocked and now I'm sitting next to my six year old who loves Iron Man. Yeah. And now, I, how do I explain it? How do I navigate it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's easy. I think even with the Harry Potters, you're talking about mm. that, going back to that. I started reading them, you know, at 12 and then I was 15. Well, I started reading them to my brother because the earlier ones were good when he was mm-hmm. five. But by the time <laughs> you get to the later books, it was like, uh oh. Luckily, my dad started reading with him and was able to talk about it and work, you know, and they watch, read all the books together and watched the movies together to be able to talk it through. But, like, that's the hard part about some series is you, it starts off nice and innocent and fun and then it gets dark and yeah and into deep issues really quickly yeah
0: we won't talk about the last toy story which wrecked me we won't talk about that maybe not everybody has the issues around loss like I do oh my gosh it wrecked me okay so uh we've really talked about some great things but I think what it all boils down to is the time our kids are on these devices I mean, um, it's just a whole different world now, right?
1: Oh, between my generation and this newest generation, world's a difference. And I know even with my generation, there were TVs out there. My parents actually got rid of the TV in my house, so I grew up without one.
0: Seriously? I did. Wow. Um,
1: But it was different. Like, whenever I was at somebody's house and the TV was on, I was glued to it. Um, Whereas now... I think a lot of people are like, ooh, TV time. The kids are going to love it. And I'm finding that they actually don't want to sit down in front of the TV for movies as often because they're desensitized and it's not a a special thing anymore. Yeah.
0: All. Yeah, well, and I think too, Janae, um, devices, like, are so prevalent. I mean, I can't go to Chili's without... You know, there's one at the table. Maybe moms and dads are pulling them out. Kids have their own. I mean, so now it's not going home to watch my favorite thing or play my favorite game. It's I can do it anywhere now. Yeah. So how do we... What is the right time? How much time on devices? How do we do it? (laughs) That's That's the million-dollar question. It's it's a million-dollar question because...
1: Each family is different in how they do things and what your family needs are. Um, But I think when you're doing anything, it's are you teaching your kids how to interact with other people? Mm -hmm. I think that social-emotional growth when they're 2, when they're 5, when they're 10, when they're 12, when they're 16, when they're 20, like, if you're on a phone more than talking with a person, you are having a harder time with that interpersonal connection, um, and you lose it the more that you're on your device. I'm realizing it for myself, the more that I'm on my device, like, I I have a harder time connecting with people. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, so maybe it's getting away from the negative message of get off your phone and it's, hey, let's go ride bikes. Hey, let's, uh, let's set this time up for reading time. Um, not on our device, but go to the library. Let's, uh, let's try some new parks this summer. It's really filling those gaps um, with opportunities to interact socially, to yeah. talk as a family, to laugh and play together not based on a device but maybe on some other activities
1: yeah i i think that's hugely important and i think it helps us to to be a better neighbor as well and with where peace with christ is going right now with our peace with christ next it's like how are we neighboring well how are we in community well and Mm. i think when we're able to Hang out with our mom friends and the kids, and let the kids play together on the playground, and be able to talk and spend time in that way. Even if it's older kids, you know, hanging out and doing the things that you do, or sports games, or anything like that. Like that's that's gonna be what's meaningful and bringing life to everybody in the family.
0: Yeah, I, I doubt ten years from now your kid's gonna go. Remember that time we sat for four hours and watched TikTok. Right? Yeah. But I bet they go, remember that time we grabbed our neighbors and went to the park and just played? That was a great time, right? Yeah. Creating those memories this summer. Mm-hmm. Make it a goal. And um, even maybe everybody gets a day where they get to pick what we're going to go do that yeah. day.
1: And, and realize that even in quiet time, like everybody's brain in quiet time needs to not be getting filled with mindless information. That's not actually rest for our brains. Yeah. Um, and that's for adults as well. (laughs) Yeah. Just a
0: sidebar. We, uh, have a no uh, device rule on mission trips and it's interesting because parents will always say to me, but what are they going to do for all those hours during the drive? We're driving 23 hours to get to Florida this summer and no devices. And I go, well, we do things like play I Spy. We play the alphabet game. We talk. We laugh. Um, we're, we're bonding during that time. And we as families can do that also. Um, yeah. It might feel awkward at first, but I think your kids will thank you for it later. And yeah. I think you'll enjoy it too as a parent.
1: And I think the more time that you don't have something filling your time, grabbing your attention, the deeper levels of conversation you're going to be able to have
0: amen wouldn't it be great to hear somebody go i'm bored yeah instead of we'll just get on whatever yeah, yeah.
1: and maybe be like well if you what would you want to do to not be bored like yeah. help them get creative and think of things and maybe challenge them like amen. they're going to think of things that cost money and you're like Well, we don't have money, so what else could we do? (laughs) Yeah, right? Don't be afraid to say that. Well,
0: Janae, I really loved our conversation today. I hope you guys enjoyed it also. And uh, it's not going to be six months before we get together again, right? Nope.
1: We're going to try to get back on track and doing it every other week again.
0: Fantastic. So, again, congratulations to you on your marriage. And um, we'll look forward to hearing more stories about that down the road, right?
1: You know what? Everything <laughs> comes up to the table. <laughs>
0: right, right. And we want to thank you guys for joining us again at the Village Table. We will be back with you in a couple of weeks. And uh, God's blessings. Have a great day.